Hello, everyone, and welcome to So Many Games for Little Time, the podcast where Evangelist and I talk about board games. Today, we'll be talking about our weekly topic. This time will be uh, video game IPs, uh, whether they've been done well or badly, how they've been handled. And after that, we'll have our top five each. So I guess it adds up to a top 10 of games that we, video games that we want to see be turned into board games. And then finally, we'll talk about the video games that we're actually playing. So this one is a little bit longer and is the last one of this four part podcast. And uh, starting from podcast number five, episode number five, we're going to do things a little bit differently, but you'll see that next time. Okay, enjoy. Basically, we're going to talk about who did it well, who did it bad, badly, and then in the end, which games that we want to see adapted from the video games. So do you have any good or bad examples that you want to start off with? Well, I was thinking, I remember when 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 I first got into the hobby, we all used to roll our eyes when someone said, oh, this game is based on this video game. Yeah. Because we always assumed it sucked. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, back in the day, remember, okay, besides, you know, you always get the the, the video game version of Monopoly. Mm-hmm. You still get them now, right? The Monopoly or the Risk. The irony irony is now that the the video game version of Monopoly is more fun than the board game version because it had all the effects and it's... it's, it's it doesn't not- say much, but like, you know, you get like... um like yeah, you get all the different types of games on on there, like yeah. Warcraft, Monopoly, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah, they, you know, they get the stills from the game. You know, you we all, you know, we as gamers, we all hate st- stills. Like the, the like legendary using the stills of the Spider oh, Marvel legendary. Awful, right? Yeah, 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 things like yeah. that, right? But exactly. um, I think the first game they really made. Well. The ones that made I wish I could get the chance to take because it, it came out before I was in the hobby, but it was the StarCraft one and yeah. the Warcraft one. Mm-hmm. You've seen those ones by Fantasy Flight. Yeah, but the StarCraft one wasn't that bad, right? Is there, but the I Warcraft played it. No? Were, but I think what happened was there were just these huge boxes and they were just, um, I think it was just very dense and very over the top. I think it was just, it was just at that stage of the board gaming when um, people hadn't streamlined ga- rules that well. If if StarCraft and Warcraft would come out now in the typical Kickstarter or GameFound GameFound uh, way that they do it now, it would it would break the bank for sure. I think, but I think it's the biggest problem then, and maybe even now, is how do you re- try to relay the game in the, the video game aspect or what makes the video game fun mm-hmm. into a board game? I think that transition is really difficult. Because to be, to be faithful to the game and faithful to the new genre. Because, for example, with Gloomhaven, they say that Gloomhaven wanted to be a video game, but on your board table. Yes. On your on your on your table, basically. But then, once again, the irony is that now many people prefer Gloomhaven, the video game, over the actual board game because it's a lot more fluent. But everything you do in Gloomhaven, the board game, is like typical video game stuff. Yes. Uh, I think. That- the first game that I really played was, I think we played together, XCOM. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of the XCOM one? Did you like it? Yeah, because of course I sold it, but it was a long time ago because I had to sell, because I had mm-hmm. to call it the mover or whatever. But I really liked it, but it didn't feel like the video game. No, not at all. It was a different type of game, wasn't it? Yeah, because it's just more like, oh, we got to do all this. Oh, But it's, when you're playing the video game, you're not like, oh. <laughs> you're no. just... XCOM, the video game, uh, the board game would be 
you go out on missions you do it you come back you upgrade some stuff research some stuff you go out on another mission stuff See, like that's that. a question i was asking now this was asking do we want the board game to try to imitate what the video game does or does it what escom did was try to read to to reimagine it in a different way okay do we I, want it to be loyal to the game or do we mind it taking it to different avenues i think the board game should only replicate the video game if the board game believes that it can do it slightly better or at least at the same level <clears throat> for example with xcom you can have like a a, a book with stories yeah. or whatever and that would give it more flavor or whatever basically escom is just a, it's a dungeon crawler it could be yeah. a simple dungeon crawler yeah exactly but then of course things that you can't do is like customize your people as much as you could in the video game or whatever i mean you you cards. Have... of course you can with cards no i mean the miniatures you know? oh the miniatures fair enough but yeah, usually it's like with zombie side you have your you have your pack and your, your, your yeah, cards yeah. but like some things is like for example you shouldn't try to uh, replicate the the percentage of shooting or whatever <laughs> i don't know you know but like for example xcom had the thing like if you lose your team members it really hurts yes. now that's something you could replicate in a board game as well right mm-hmm. uh, so i do think it is possible other games they don't really the problem is i think that that's the one the one thing that we definitely don't like as much is that they use the ip to put it on the box but then in the box has nothing to do with the game so it always needs to have some you always need to be able to connect both of them like for example the Witcher old world when you described the game to me and when i when i saw the kickstarter page i was like this is only fighting monsters i don't feel this is this is part of the witcher but it's not what i want in a witcher game in the end we played it and i felt it had enough story elements to warrant it so i bought it as well but in the beginning i felt this is not what I want. But then again, yeah, I, I, I agree it has to stay loyal, but it can't be loyal all across the line because it still has to work. But see, the other thing is also sometimes, I don't know, like, I know you backed it, so the Street Fighter games. No, I didn't back it. Oh, didn't you back it? I backed out of it. <laughs> okay. It was too That's similar to, to games I already had, and I didn't yeah. want to spend all the money for a reskin. And that did not feel to me like a Street Fighter game as much. Can it feel like a Street Fighter game, right? Yeah, because it had like rolling dice and everything. But in a Street Fighter game, you have full control of your moves. When you roll dice, you don't have full control of your moves. Like I would I would have seen it more like a Street Master game where you have the cards in your hand and you can decide how you combo, what you do, and so on. You still have the roll dice there, I guess. I guess it's similar. Um, what I mean is I would remove all the dice and have some other system and fight other people like tournament style or whatever like more like like because for me like i think what happens like i think there's two problems like either becomes too simple like just rolling dice and then it kind of loses the dynamism of the game and the other one is like with one of your favorite games um universal um what's it called um europa universalis where it becomes way too complicated to try and imitate the game <laughs> it becomes incredibly fiddly and incredibly complex and mm-hmm. and that that and that is so that to try to create the to, to be loyal to the game make does it almost hinder the board game 
because it becomes so many moving parts to try and imitate what the game can do easily electronically. I you think, there with that, right? yeah, 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 but I think the even though Europa Universalis is complicated and fiddly, it still offers a chance for you and a couple of other people to 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 join together and play and finish. While even if you played a video game, it's going to take you more than one evening to finish normally, because. Yeah. But while while with the with the with the with the board game is more condensed, and even now in all this complexity and everything, people are still asking, "We want more. We want more countries. You want more this. We want more that, and so on." It's intimidating. It's, it could be intimidating. Yeah, but then I think it's the same thing as like TI four. Once you know how to play, and that, that goes for every board game, it works. But it is very intimidating. I know. I mean, I made several videos, and I was supposed to continue, but. I mean, actually, it's lovely. The original Civilization. Remember the one we lo- we loved? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One before this one, current one. That feels like the video game. I feel that one feels like the video game, and it wasn't too complex either. No, no. Some of them, some of them really like. For example, the 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 Witcher takes one part of it and then tries to do it as as good as it can, and then adds some stuff on the side. Like the Witcher, the adventure game also has like a lot of like. If you only look at the cards for what mm-hmm. you need to do, but you don't read any of the flavor, then it loses everything. Yeah. But if you really read what you're supposed to do, and then it all makes sense, in this, but then you need to go through the trouble to actually make it make sense, basically. And many yeah. people will not. Oh, I need two purple ones. Okay, whatever. You know. So mm-hmm. I think, like another example that I wrote down is Eleven. Like Eleven wants to be a football manager, and it does the managing part, I feel, well, but then the match match engine, to me, it doesn't. That's why I sold it. You know, yeah. like for for me, it fell flat in that area. So mm-hmm. I think we had like an argument about that before a little bit. Like either you fo- focus on the match. Oh, we did argue. Well, yeah, we 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 agreed on it. I think. Yeah, but we never made a video. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember um, when we did the most anticipated. Yeah. Most anticipated I, game. I was saying I'm worried that it will not. It'll be. They won't be able to. It will be. Too, it will be trying to do two different things at the same time. Yeah, and then and, and then, that's what people want, right? I mean, is people... see, they they I'd want I'd want thousand decks. Yeah, in the football man in the football manager game, I yeah. wouldn't mind the complexity of Europa in that game. Can you can you imagine when you start a game in football manager, you choose the size of the database, and then the board game? Do you want four boxes or eight boxes of players? Eight, eight. Take away eight. <laughs> Shuffle yeah. all of them. Because <laughs> I I don't want a watered down version of the game. I don't want the dice chucking Street Fighter game. I want that complexity. But I think Street Fighter in itself is too simple to make to turn into a board game. Uh, for example, Borderlands, the board game. I've never played it. But what I saw from it, it didn't show me what I wanted. For Borderlands, I want to basically have a a, a, a loot crazy game with which is what the game of, is, right? Yeah, which is what the game is. Yeah, with a lot of like fun, crazy adventures. So you need to have like some kind of storybook that goes along with it to 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 get you into the theme, and also nice miniatures and. Um, yeah, just all that combined. And when I, then when I saw what the board game looked like, I was like, ugh. <laughs> Did you like Fallout then? Fallout I I liked because it was basic, but it tried to... You have the biggest storylines in Fallout are in the game. 
you have the miniatures like Mr. Handy and everything else, the ghoul and everything, you have those. The only thing that felt a bit off was the combat system, like the the like the the the, the bad guys following you from all across yeah. the map, even though they technically can't see you. You're like, okay, you know, I'm gonna move to the left, or everybody moves to the left as well. Like, what? <laughs> that was a bit weird. But you are going around the wasteland. You are you are pulling these story cards and everything that push you in a certain direction. So yeah, that felt more like Fallout, playing Fallout. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Another game, another thing we can talk about is how sometimes the game's not based on IP, but mm-hmm. you can see it's about the IP. Like for example, um, the 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 game like Sanctum. Yes, I wrote that down. Diablo. <laughs> yeah? Sanctum, yeah, I wrote that down. The yeah. version Diablo, and what's the other one? The I can't think of the name. I'm blank. The one that's based on like Quake. I don't or know. Did we not play it? Ah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, adrenaline, adrenaline. That's the name. Yeah. Which is like a Euro game. Which is like <laughs> it's just it's such a wacky theme, right? A wacky way of doing it, and it's so it's so clever. Where but, they okay do adrenaline again and call it Unreal Tournament or Quake or anything like those shooters, and it's gonna break bank again as well. If it's one of the bigger production companies who do it, exactly. But what I'm, like, what I'm trying to get at there is they they he they took. A totally out there, a different mechanic that wouldn't, you wouldn't have anticipated, which because mm-hmm. that's basically an area control game in which each you're doing area control on each other. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. remember when you when you die, yeah. and you spawn, the person who's got the most uh, hits on you gets points, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It feels like an area control, and it's just a unique mechanic that it's not trying to imitate the game, but it's by by. But at the same time, it has the essence of the game. Does it make sense? It kind of makes sense. But in a way, yeah, it does make sense. But in a way, it does mimic the game a bit because you also have to run around to get exactly. ammunition, to get new weapons and everything. But even the weapons, like the bullets on the weapon, is just basically resource management. Yeah, and you can't miss. <laughs> yeah, you can't miss, right? But it's just you control them. It's resource management where you want to do your resources, which you yeah. can put on. Yeah. And it's just a straightforward Euro mechanics, but it's just... It just feels right. It's just one of those. It's one of the. It's one of those interesting ad- adaptations of a game. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I totally because agree. it would be so much easier to make the Unreal game with again just chucking dice. But then I was this. Well, I've never played Sanctum, but yes. I've thought about buying it many times. And every time when I think about buying it and I read up on it again, I always don't buy it because I always read the same things that it's really fun up until the end. Because in the end, it's 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 too difficult or whatever, or the 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 difficulty scaling is all off the charts. And actually, when I look at the boards and everything, just like a regular Diablo, I want to have tons of loot. I want to be able to physically see the change. Like for example, that's why I like um, Uthia. Oh my god, I almost forgot the name of my number one Uh, Uthia so much because you can see on your board how your character is changing right and that in a diablo game that would be awesome like even now with marvel zombies when your heroes are getting really strong you can kill a ton of zombies in one move and it's like wow that's basically what diablo should be as well as you move on and yeah so that's why i haven't bought sending because i know i'm going to get disappointed if i play it because it's not exactly what i want it's in the right direction it has all the mana and the health and all that kind of stuff but yeah not not it's interesting it's, it's for both sanctum and with um adrenaline 
they're not trying to imitate the the, the video game, but they yeah. are they are still faithful to the feel of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think yeah. that's why maybe they're all kind of successful that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I think um... there's another game also, like uh, Sniper Elite, which I got over here. Mm-hmm. That's also a really interesting way of adapting. They just took the the concept of the game and they put it into a hidden movement. So it's it's, it's two different genres, right? So Sniper Elite's one type of game on the video game. Board games have these one versus many hidden movement games and just seem to work. That genre that seems to work in the video game, in the board game space. So it's it's an interesting transition. Yeah, it is. And there's another one that I wanted to to mention uh, Mm -hmm. because that really felt to me as playing XCOM, the board game, that I thought like, okay, this one I actually think is, uh, you know, has potential to to being what we want, even though the, the Kickstarter page didn't look that fantastic, but I did do a preview and everything. That's Earth Under Siege Flashpoint, right? And um, that I have really high hopes for, because once again, it's not XCOM, but it's XCOM, <laughs> you know? So hopefully that'll 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 work out. Yeah. For me, one of the best attraction was Frostpunk. Mm. Yeah. That, and also that war mine actually. That's another one. Yeah, yeah. So I some really that. do some really do hit that mark, but uh but yeah, you've got tons of others, right, that, that were then done and then they're just like Monster Hunter. Is is that any good? Because I heard about it, but then the same See, with that's another thing. Like that, that that game or like the Resident Evil ones. I'm hesitant to back them because you don't know how much of the game is actually good, a good mechanical game or just a cash grab with the IP. And that's yeah, again, or, it's, unfair, it's unfair to just automatically assume that, right? Or it becomes a pure grash, pure cash grab just for the money, like Darkest Dungeons and everything. And then they definitely think- Darkest Dungeons did have a really good, a really good um, uh, system behind it. Yeah, but I'm talking about mythic games taking the money. Mythic games, yeah, that's just <laughs> bad management. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, sometimes when I see a game based on a video, I video game IP, automatically I'm hesitant. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not interested. It's like uh, movies based on video games. They're yes, you automatically like... you automatically skeptical. Like I said, like there is evil games. I don't know, they're probably great, but I don't although interesting, Dungeons and Dragons, the movie, really good. Right. I even, bought, even bought the Blu-ray. That's how good I thought it was. Anyway, um, also very quickly, I initially I wrote down Baldur's Gate as a disappointment because we had Pillars of Eternity. Basically, though they they made uh, Baldur's oh, Gate clone, and then, card game, a, wasn't it? and then they made the board game. Yes, and I that was one of my first Kickstarters, and I thought it was so disappointing because I expected like stories and everything, and it's just like this weird bag builder where you pull out stuff and the stuff that you don't choose you pass on to the next person so yeah that's a very some crappy game that they just slapped the ip on top of it yeah and then a bunch of pictures from the game and everything to, to, that, to that's exactly what we were talking about in the beginning yeah. that's 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 but awesome. then again i i didn't want to say uh okay that's going into the top 10 but i didn't want to say i want Baldur's gates to be one of my and of, of those top 10 because there's already so many that could be Baldur's Gate. There's already so many dungeon crawlers that could be seen as that. So whatever. But yeah, let's go into the top ten. Actually, it's a double mm. top five, right? Yes. Um, I just have names. I didn't really rank them as into what you see. I'm trying to work out which order I'm putting them in, but I can. I have I have six of them instead of five. 
let's just let's just not do numbers let's just say them i got a few here but i'll try and get the ones i want more okay so you want to go for your number six then uh, yeah, but like I said, it's in no no specific order. Well, just choose this one. Just choose you. Okay. Yeah. The first one is the uh, near automata world. Automata world. Does it ring a bell? It has multiple uh, games in that universe where you're like um, Earth is now just now all has has robots and the humans come from space down to try to take over the Earth and everything. And you're like, is it A1 or B1? I forgot. I, I played the game a while ago. But this game, this video game in itself is special because you finish the game and then you're supposed to finish the game again and then again. And then the game is completely finished because every time you finish, you restart the game, the story continu continues. Okay. Um, in a different way. And it has really cool robots. It is uh, basically a slasher, but also with upgrades. Uh, feels a bit JRPG, but you're still moving around and everything. Um, very cool soundtrack, cool locations, uh, very active. And how I would see it in a board game is once again, the stories. For example, some of these robots that are down there, they're all very basic, but some of them start to get feelings or feel as think that they are humans or something. They start to act differently. Um, some of them even get religious and everything, which is hilarious to see a bunch of robots go like, oh, but whatever. Mm -hmm. So the game itself is really good. I found, um, even though I only finished it once, I watched the other endings on YouTube because, you know, so little time. Um, but yeah, all of that on a board game, I think that were really cool because once again, you have all the minis that you can like, uh, not necessarily fight, but have adventures with, um, companions and so on, stories, the looks. I don't exactly how, know how the mechanics specifically would work, but if they would say tomorrow, oh, we're making that, I'll be like, oh, take my money. Because <laughs> I'd be instantly motivated to uh, to dive into that world for sure. Because they have multiple games as well in that world. So, yeah. Just okay. Nero Tomata, basically. My number six would be Max Payne. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking of something like... Um... Because I really like the game, yeah. and I was thinking because there was a game that came out called um, Vendetta back in the day, a couple of years ago, a few years yeah. ago. And did you ever play it? I don't. Know. I never. No. Played. No. I know. I know what you're talking about, but no. An idea that you one character, and then there's it's all and there's like a tons of bad guys to go through room by room, right? Yeah. And but there was just a lot of dice chucking. I mean the board game Vengeance. Vengeance, sorry, not Vendetta, Vengeance. I have it, yeah, I have it. I have it. it yeah, 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 I have the roll and, roll and ride as well. I have both. Yeah. Okay, so that kind of thing, right? I want to yeah. like think it, but maybe with more interesting mechanics than just dice. Yes, 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 of course. Because I think that game, the concept of the game is so awesome because you even have the period where you would you build yourself up, right? You prepare yourself. Yeah. So I kind of like the idea of a Max Payne game like that. <laughs> going to a room, just taking out all the basically like a John Woo movie, right? Yeah, when you activate the slow motion, you slow motion play that kind of thing, right? But with more, more <laughs> Euro mechanics, more yeah. mechanics. and also it'd be a cool first uh, a solo game like that, yeah. And worker placement, and worker no, placement. No, no, I don't know before I always, if you can find a place, <laughs> I'm happy for that too. But I really like the concept idea of vengeance. But yeah. I found uh, I looked when I, I never played it, but it just looked, just a lot of dice. It's basically Man on Fire, right? If you don't know Max Payne, same thing. Exactly. Yeah. And other I stuff. think Max Payne would be cool. Would be a cool theme for a game. And it has the potential to be a trilogy. 
yeah the third one's awesome but it's one yeah, of yeah. and you can play it on your phone now by the way they've uh turned into a mobile phone game now as well the original max paints you can download oh, it yeah on. i saw the max Payne, not the third one though yeah yeah awesome. so uh, pretty pretty cool okay um next one that also my number five is uh the secret world do you know that yeah. it's an uh, mmo rpg where you create your character character your you're, you're part of one of the three houses whatever i forgot them one is like more asian one is more western whatever um but the world that you're in is a mix of the normal world uh combined with mythology of the different parts of the different world like for example when you're in england it's like cthulhu you know people are turning into zombies and everything um and if you're in egypt it's more like egyptian mythology with all the all the the gods there and so on so what you're doing is basically you're you're in those locations but for those games it's, it has like kind of like an exit exit game feel like one of the missions you had in um in, in england i think was that you had to decipher morse code like you literally had to get out of the game go on google and then check out certain parts and then oh, okay you have to go there or basically it's like puzzles but also action and also like just talking and stories it was all pretty cool but um yeah after a while it kind of lost the fan base a bit because it was i think too experimental but just the fact that you're you're using all that mythology putting it in the daily world and then of course you as a character create more special abilities like almost superhuman you know you can you can fireballs or whatever as you as you progress and get experience but yeah just all those legit difficult puzzles the stories um that are in there building up your character you never really knowing what's gonna come next and then the different worlds which are then of course expansion boxes you know so that would be awesome to me like one would be norse mythology one would be egyptian one would be asian whatever and this yeah and then of course illuminati is thrown in and stuff like that yeah yeah i really i really enjoyed that game and i thought it's basically an awakened realms game you know that's what i would then see yeah all right that's the secret world okay um my next game would i kind of can put them together two games together because i i would like to i'm looking at like some alone in the dark or system shock the it's kind of like a real survival horror solo game it's like nemesis but not so much on action i don't want too much action in the game like alan wake as well alan wake's a good one yes yeah. I, I want a board game which is kind of like a dungeon crawl but not so much emphasis on the action so basically you know, mad, the mad madness it ultimately still comes down to shooting a lot right shooting cthulhu yeah. Like, yeah. I want there to be this dungeon call, but a lot more, a lot more. Um, more like, oh God, I only have two bullets. Exactly, that kind of thing. And also a lot more puzzle solving. I would love to have that kind of, again, like a dungeon call, but not so much emphasis on fighting. Yeah, and like you have the ability to literally run away and yeah, actually exactly. be able to temporarily be away. Yeah. Exactly. And then there's, not, there's a lot more um, stakes, like you're really scared of dying. So yeah. it could also be like a lot. So I wasn't sure because both the games are kind of saying Alone in the Dark or or System Shock. I think yeah. they would be the kind of thing because I love those two games. And I love the tense nature of those two games. Yeah, 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 for sure. I think that would be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Especially that's cool. Original, original, original Alone in the Dark. So basically, basically I want a, a dungeon crawl 
that's not a lot of action. You know, just a lot more tense. Okay, the next one for me is a silly one. Number four, it's Earth Defense Force five or four or three or two or one. You know those games, Earth Defense Force? No. It is it's freaking freaking hilarious. Older it's, than. Uh, they're pretty recent as well. I think every couple of years they release one. Uh, it's I think Japanese or whatever. Um, normally, but it's basically your foot soldiers, and then Earth gets attacked by giant spiders and giant frogs and and giant whatevers, and you're just firing, going like like crazy stuff. So the way I see the board game would just be beer and pretzels, and then gigantic miniatures and everything, and just like even. The frogs are space frogs with like huge blasters and mm-hmm. and it's just ridicule. Like, you know, you can have like a <laughs> in the game you can even buy a weather balloon or something to distract the aliens, but it has like one of those waifus on it. <laughs> but <laughs> you can it's really silly, but a lot of people love it. Like I, I like playing it like uh um on the on the sofa with my friend, you know, together um so yeah i think that'd be really cool just because of all the miniatures and the and the the silliness that you would have and once again a lot of loot as well different kind of weapons and uh and it's not necessarily easy because we had to redo a lot of the missions as well um i think that's more just for the fun of it because just like a really hilarious shooter like how would you make it hilarious might be a good question but uh yeah i don't know it's just uh, a goofy fun right? okay yeah 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 yeah. just like uh yeah because you have a lot of like team-based fighting but it's always quite serious you know nothing okay. like like with goofy skills of whatever or, yeah yeah something like that yeah. yeah that sounds like fun um my one next one actually because one of my, one of the games i most anticipated was is the new cyberpunk game that's coming out from simon right but that's yeah. just but it's an area control game it's mm-hmm. not really the cyberpunk game I'm playing. So the game I, I was, so I don't want to say cyberpunk is really a game coming out for that. So I'll go for the original one, which is DX, 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 X, which was a great game. And cyberpunk's basically the extension of that game, right? Yeah. I'd love to have a board game based on that. Again, it could, where you get to upgrade your character, get the modifications, go on missions, deep storyline. Multiple ways to complete your mission. Multiple So the game, there's like this kind of game will probably be like a dungeon crawler game, kind of that kind of concept. But the idea is that there's heavy puzzle based, heavy narrative, and a lot of customization of your character. The kind of thing I would want Cyberpunk to a Cyberpunk to be game to be as well. Yeah, and also different endings because with Deus uh, Ex, you always have who you support and whatever. Exactly. And I think that that would make a really good board game. If they could get that narrative onto the into the game, no, I totally agree. And Actually, the, and, the, and then the customization of your character. My number three is very similar to yours. Yes, have you ever played Alpha it. Protocol? Yeah, I did actually. It was kind of a buggy mess at times, but yeah. it's uh, lead character Michael Thornton. What is so cool about Michael Thornton is that he can be the world's best spy beacon of hope example to everyone or you can be michael thornton absolute psychopath if you type into youtube alpha protocol michael thornton psychopath or something you see every answer like the worst answer you can possibly and it's like what the 
It's so over the top. I'm not saying I want to play a psychopath. That's not what I'm saying. I just want to play a similar game like what you just described, but mm-hmm. with such a wide storyline that you can basically, yeah, decide what happens. For example, he somebody offers you a mission and you can say yes, but then go complete off the rails and then say, oh, I told you to do this and this and this. And you said, no, I choose. You know what I mean? That you really... Yeah. The narrative can change so wildly and you can have a crazy playthrough that are like, oh my God, you know, like, like I didn't expect that because I'm telling you, everybody, if you check it on YouTube, it's hilarious. I cannot watch that video at school because I'm, I'm <laughs> it's just that they wrote this, that they put all of this stuff in the game is like, wow, and, you know, props that you guys did it. Too bad the game was a buggy mess, but, <laughs> you know, somebody did uh, their, uh, Full diligence to get everything out, but yeah, okay. My number three, I'm not 100 sure what game, what 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 genre game I want, but I want a game based in the monkey secret of Monkey Island universe. Mm. Like, for example, like Jamaica in some ways is Monkey Island. Yeah, yeah, so many games are copying the Monkey Island feel, which is this zany Caribbean type setting, this cartoony feel. It's it's the lighthearted, and I just want the original because it's got that vibe. It's got the characters. I want I want to play in that world. And important to mention the original mm. because the new version they changed the arts. Yeah, I don't like the new one. No. But then again, the third one I wouldn't mind see the 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 what's it, what's it called the Curse of Monkey Island. That was also very mm-hmm. good. The, the graphics yeah. of that one as well. So mm. I just think a game. It could be an adventure game. It could be. Could be anything. I don't mind. I just want. I want a game in that world. Even could, just could even like like be like a some some kind of like exits or escape kind of yeah. game. As long as it has enough a really good narrative and you feel like you're actually playing, then then you could actually tap into the puzzle. Cause you can, yeah, because you can. Cause then you can imitate the whole um, point and click. Yeah, type puzzle solving. But I said like it's it, it's a it's a it's a world that so many games copy. Ah, like I said Jamaica basically is is Monkey Island. What your detective games, the QR codes and everything that were perfect. Okay. Like, because then yeah. you can combine stuff. I, actually, because I didn't want to get too much because I was there were so many of these. Uh, I was uh, I used to love playing point click adventures back in the day. Same like the Sierra games and like another one I was I was thinking of putting this was Gabriel Knight, which was my favorite series. Yeah, and that's the, that's basically what Dark Quarter is going to be there by. Which we're talking about the scanning, the new yes, game, yes, yes. which is set in New Orleans, just like Gabriel Knight was adventure, set in the same dark universe with a supernatural background. Well, the last but, adventure games that I played and they're, they're regularly on sale on Steam is the Blackwell Legacy. Yes, those are great games too. All of those, yeah. They uh, were, they were on my short list, but I removed them. <laughs> really? So yeah. for me, I, I could say any point you click adventure game. Yeah. I thought Monkey Island was the one that was most recognizable and people loved the most. Well, in that case, I will change my number one to number two because it's also point and click and it's the same studio, but for me, it was Grim Fandango. Grim Fandango was a great game. Because that whole world... How would you do it then? Oh, the different worlds. Yeah, the whole world. I I just, honestly, I want to have miniatures of of all those characters. They're all so cool to have as a mini and everything. And just come up with some new stories. I don't even 
well, I wouldn't have one one the same story, but just come with some different stories or whatever. Like I have Glaudis, who is completely mad about cars and everything, and a mini, and a, I don't know all that kind of stuff. Hell, just just put on Kickstarter, buy minis. That's all I need. <laughs> no, but just the whole the way that Lucas Arts always did it, right? All those stories the way it came out. Yeah, the, if they put that in stuff like that in board game form, I really and I think that's also why we're we're backing stuff like the Isofarian Guard and all those kind of stories that have very heavy narratives, but it always tends to be very serious. We don't have a lot of light-hearted. That's exactly why I chose the Monkey Island one, right? Because yeah. that's just that well, light-hearted one. Yeah, you do have Forgotten Waters. And then it's sequel. There's a sequel. I forgot the name, but there's a sequel now um, that is uh, similar and has uh, also. Let me, let me just check what the what the sequel is. But um, in Forgotten Waters, it's basically a ripoff of Monkey Island. Yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, saying that that light-hearted, comedic, pirate game, pirate thing. Because I'm trying to find, uh, of course, played had games has millions of games, <laughs> so maybe I can. Uh, oh, it's a uh, I know what you're talking about. It's coming out now recently. Uh, here, year released. Um, should be freelancers. No, yes, is that one? Is that one right? Yeah, yeah, freelancers. Yeah. So basically, it's the 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 next one. Once again, same kind of story, but uh, one big. Uh, thing that we didn't like as a group with Forgotten Waters is we had one of one member of our group continuously be lost, so she never had any impact on the on the story. She always had to choose like the last shitty option or whatever that was available. So she was totally not having fun. But I can imagine if you play solo or whatever, or or, or if it's more mixed, it can be better. I don't know. Maybe they fix it with freelancer, but yeah. But yeah, it's uh. But those games are not made to play solo though, technically. Because I think there's a variant for it. Yeah, yeah, but then originally you're supposed to okay, even freelancers is three to seven players. You know, mm-hmm. so it might have a variant, but it's not made for it. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure. With Forgotten Waters, how, what was that? Okay, Forgotten so my Waters, number three to two. Seven. Yep. My number two, we were talking about for one of our favorite games was um Western Legends. Mm-hmm. I want a game, the same thing, open world game, GTA. Oh, <laughs> so I thought we were going to say right. open world game, huge yeah. map of the city. You can do whatever you want. You can go rob, you can go do missions. Basically, you can even say Red Dead Redemption, but then again, it's too similar to Western Legend. Yeah. Where Benton West or Western Legend. I think GTA would be cool. Yeah. I think it would be- Yeah. I think it would be more difficult there to to with all the 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 potential killing and destruction. Well, to... You can tone it how you want it, right? Yeah. I think it'd be cool. Like you could either be law abiding or you can go cunt. But basically, you have all those areas of the map and different types of characters, and I think it'd be a lot of fun to do that. I think it could even be similar to like you have Tales of the Arabian Nights. Like you could say, okay, you have twenty rounds or whatever. And mm-hmm. all across the city, there's missions you can do, stuff, whatever. And cool. by the end of the game, you just add whatever you finish with that turns into points. And then you just see how much you I would get. I'll say, person with the most money wins. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. money. Like, like so you go, yeah. you can go rob the money. You can go do, you can do, do yeah. missions. You can do bounty undies. Bounty you, can go, you can go mm-hmm. and get some hot coffee and yeah, anything. Well, you go sell things. You can, 
<laughs> you can do yoga, uh, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think an open world board game, and we said we've seen it being done, like you know, with with for example, like with Dead because Dead. you have very few really open world games like sandbox that can just say like go do whatever you want. Exactly. And, yeah. So that would definitely be awesome, and I think something similar, like you know, just twenty rounds. Just do whatever. By then it ends. You know where it ends. Do it. Who has got the most points? Who's ever got the most money? And, and it's so easy to say money is points. Yeah. And so ways to make money. And by now there are so many GTA games. You can just have all the characters in the game. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be CJ. Oh, I'm going to be this guy. I'm going to be this guy. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then you make the map of the, the, the board, the map of the city, with all the different zones. Yeah. You awesome. can so even do a campaign. Think. You unlock Los Santos. Oh, cool. Expansion. <laughs> you get expansion, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, the vehicles and all that kind. Of, so instead of horses, you have vehicles. I think we approach city. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you'll be less impressed with my number one. Who used to be number two? Is Dwarf Fortress. So um, basically, it is a. If you if people look it up, they're going to see like what is this? Because originally it had uh, ASCII art, basically. Um, but then now they made it a little bit prettier. There's like a, a version on Steam, uh, pre-release, early, early release still. Um, that looks a bit better. But the reason why it has such bad graphics is because it's, it's such a big engine. So it's basically all gameplay and not graphics. The cool thing about Grim Fandango, oh, sorry, <laughs> Grim Fandango, Dwarf Fortress is that each of your dwarves has a completely different personality from the next one. And then you have to try to have them work together to create your fortress. And at certain times, your fortress gets attacked and you have to survive and you can dig deeper and deeper. But as you dig deeper, you might have hell beasts or whatever you might discover there. Your dwarves at one point can go completely, no, we we'll say they would get inspired and it means they need certain resources. And if you give it to them, they'll create a masterpiece of something. But if you don't give it to them, they go mad and they might end up killing people or whatever, doing some crazy stuff. Anything you can think of, you can do in the game. Uh, and that's just the cool part. You can start, you can begin making beer. You can, you, there's so many options that the whole game has. And when you finish a game, you start a new game. Basically, the fortress you had is kind of like dropped underneath. So if the, the new fortress starts digging they can actually find the remnants of the previous fortress so that all comes back and then yeah just and there's traders coming in and you can you can survive so many years and yeah that kind of stuff and i guess you can also say you can draw the line to other city builders maybe as well where you build a city and try to survive uh like banished and so on but mostly the the, the crazy stories you get from dwarf fortress in the board game that would be really cool so okay. <laughs> it's getting late, by the way. Sounds <laughs> interesting then. Um, That's number one, yeah. My number one would be, you know, I told you my, one of my favorite games is a um, hidden movement, one versus many type game. Yeah. Like we spoke about earlier on with Beast or like Fear, Jacket and all those games. Yeah. I was thinking something like um, Commandos. You remember the Commandos game? Yeah. yeah. Behind enemy lines. But yeah. this time you have multiplayer hidden movement in a team so team-based hidden mm -hmm. movement so one carry one act player would be the sapper the other yeah. one would be the different so you all have different roles yeah so maybe say two to three players hidden movement with certain missions involved 
maybe they 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 they, they plan beforehand and then after that they can't communicate anymore and they got to do the missions and this and the opposite opposite sides the nazis the germans trying to trying to stop it yeah so i still i was thinking of that like a, like a hidden movement a team but you cannot communicate once you start uh, it reminds me a little uh the, okay it reminds me a little bit about v commandos the the the, the board game okay, but, but then i don't know it's not in, in the same way as you say that everybody has their own specific uh, thing and you can't communicate anymore but it is it is basically commandos the board game right but is it but is it hidden movement um i think you see because i never i never played it okay it just says um you hide in darkness where enemy uniforms sneak up on your targets stuff like that so i think you still you you just get all the information from the beginning already. And is it is it a team based or one person? Uh, co-op. Is it co-op? It's co-op. One to whole four. Whole co-op. Yeah. So I wanted to be against another play, another team. Oh, yeah. Like ah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. PvP. Okay, team versus team. So one oh, yeah, one yeah. one or two players is the are the Germans. Yeah. Have their thing going. There's Call of I'll Duty. Put you down. Sorry. Call of Duty. And then the other the other team is this is the yeah. the commandos. But uh, once they plan, they can't talk. So he wants to they roll. Okay, my yeah. job is to step out, gotta go blow the bridge. Other one's job is to go do this. Okay. And then so you're trying to call it, you all doing your job at the same time without being able to communicate once you do it, once you start. I think for sure you need an app then. Why? Uh because you have to because an app would make sure that when you actually encounter someone, they would know because you can't tell the other team where you are. You know, no, no, well, once you get to, once you get exposed, then you have to say, okay, there's line of sight, and you flip it, you put a token there to say you've been seen. So one of the teams would be would be seen at all times. Oh, yes, oh, okay. the, Germans, the Germans will always be seen. They they uh, yeah, they're hunting okay. you down, right? Ah, uh, yeah, like that. Yeah, okay, okay. I thought they were both hidden. Which no, 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 once, but but instead of one versus many, was was only one person yeah. always hidden. Here yeah. you have a team of players who are hidden, uh, and they well, all do their own separate thing. I like that idea, but I like my idea as well, where both teams are hidden. Yeah, that's difficult. That's impossible. Then you need an app. Then you need an app to yeah. say where you are. Yeah, that abandon. Then yeah. you're just, and then just playing an app game. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think yeah. it's a very good idea. It's the whole point the Germans, yeah, they're not supposed to be hidden. They're supposed to walk around. Yeah, true, yeah. True, true. So I think that'll be a cool game too. I hope I hope someone's listening to this and eventually gives us the games that we want. <laughs> uh, we should design it ourselves. That is true. That's also an option. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Any other ones you thought of? We can just touch on. Uh, no, because the the I I had to trim it down, right? So uh, I do not. I was thinking uh, maybe Hitman would be a cool board game. Yes. Yeah. I think I really deleted the other ones. <laughs> yes. I think man, I was just thinking like again, Hitman Thief, the Lost Vikings. Remember the Lost Vikings? Yeah. Yeah. Again, four players doing puzzle-based thing, but each of you have very asymmetric roles that are very unique. Mm. So you cannot solve the the puzzle, the the, the the mission without totally working together with each other's asymmetric powers. I, I think one of the games that I enjoy as well is but that's actually already based on uh on deck builders i get no yeah no never mind i was thinking about those games that that, that use deck builders as a thing but they got it from board games so it doesn't really matter 
No, I think Legend of Zelda, we need a game based on that. I wrote down manager games in general. Oh, yeah, Legend of Zelda for sure as well, yeah. But then you could argue many games are already copying that a little bit, but just the IP would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's the IP. Just set it in the new yeah. in this in the new world, right? Yeah. For me, uh, like I really want to have a good football and or that was number one basketball game. Yeah, I want a football manager. Oh, football manager. Yeah. Or good soccer or good football game. Yeah. But once again, it's so difficult to make. In basketball, it's even more difficult because they score. There's so many stats to track every game. Like, how do you generate that and everything? But if someone ever does it, you know. <laughs> I think the ultimate games, something that universe would be awesome. Yeah. The yeah. ultimate games. Wing Commander would be a cool game too. Well, look, I wrote down Mass Effect. Oh, Mass Effect, yeah. Yeah, I mean Commander is the same thing. Because that was that was that was really corny, but good at the same time. <laughs> Wing Commander. There's <laughs> <laughs> something awesome about it, right? Yeah. Uh, lion guy and uh, Mark <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Very yeah. Well then again, like they make it, they just had a Kickstarter for a board game based on worms. Yeah, but I did that. That was, I didn't, I didn't bag that because I thought, like, I'm just saying you can make anything now, board game now. Yeah, because it, it funded, right? But I'm like, yeah. if, you, if you're going to do that, you might as well play the, the video game because it's going to be much more fun because you have the effects, the sound of it. Okay. The board game is just going to be, eh, 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 poof, hey, done. Like, you move some stuff around. I don't, yeah, no, that was, I wasn't, I wasn't there for that, no. I was uh, excited for one second until I realized what it would look like. And I know. No. Maybe we'll start, uh, start designing our own games now. Fuck. Take some ideas from this. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And and actually, a decent Sim City game would also be nice. City Builder in general. Surprise hasn't happened yet. Well, I guess you could say like uh, Suburbia and so on. They're all games that try to get that, but it doesn't look like it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think we're close to wrapping this up. There was one more thing that I said. What have you been playing uh, digitally, board game or otherwise? Uh, I've been playing Cyberpunk, the new Phantom, Phantom Liberty expansion. Yeah. On this, on this, it's so cool. But, I, mean, yeah. I'm, I, I actually can play it now because it mods to uh, PS5, my PS4 version, so I can download the PS5 oh. version. So technically I could start playing it. I'm playing on the on the Steam Deck. Oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Because I'm playing Baldur's Gate 3 on the Steam Deck and the PS5. <laughs> because I bought it twice. <laughs> it is amazing. It's brilliant. It is too addictive. It's so good. Baldur's Gate. Uh, Baldur's Gate. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was a huge fan of 1 and 2 already. And then mm-hmm. now 3 came out, which is basically very much along the lines of 1 and 2. But everyone is like, wow. It's like people have reinvented fire or reinvented the wheel, you know, like 80% of the game is basically what we used to play as kids. But then with all the loot boxes and all that kind of stupid stuff, people have forgotten that. And then now they're like, wow, if you start playing it, you're not going to paint anymore. Just so you know, I'm busy busy playing cyberpunk. I'm really enjoying that. So that's my, that's next for me. Yeah. Because I what happened when I got Phantom uh, Liberty, I decided to restart. Oh yeah. So I'm starting from the beginning again. Because it's actually really it's it's just really it, clever. Was it very yeah. different? Yes, it's totally what happens now, you know, usually when you get um expansions or DLC what they call them in video games, they are usually separate missions you play outside the game, right? Yeah, yeah. 
But then what they've done now is that they've integrated those elements of the of the DLC into the original game. Oh, like XCOM. XCOM does Yeah, so what happens like so you play the original game and then at a certain point in the game, it the DLC is unlocked mm-hmm. and becomes part of the world. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So it's integrated into the the main game. And I thought that was a really clever way of doing that. Yeah, nice. So I've restarted it. So I treated my first 10 hours of the game as more like a practice. And I've restarted yeah. now. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm currently inside the, 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 the new the new stuff. Well, they're already saying that they're going to build, uh, they're going to create a second one, right? Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. like years away. They're busy. They're, they're going to, they, I think they, what they're doing next, they're doing a Richard 3, a Richard 1 remake. I heard mm-hmm. they're doing that. Oh, cool. And so then that, um, in the future, they got, they're going to do uh, Cyberpunk 2. And it's actually good that you haven't started Baldur's Gate 3 yet because Act 1 is fantastic. Mm-hmm. 2 is good, but people have been complaining about Act 3 that there's maybe a little bit too many. But I mean, people can finish it, it's fine. But there's like more clipping stuff and some stuff that doesn't make sense. Blah, blah, blah. But they've been patching it like crazy uh, a lot of times up to the point where there's a cat that used to be a nude cat. And then there were two nude cats. So one of them, they gave them fur. And everyone's like, no! And then they removed the fur again. <laughs> I think it's a, the same thing with Cyberpunk. I didn't play in the beginning until it got patched. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. Yeah. But I mean, it's perfectly playable. Now. Like I, I've been playing for so many hours. Actually, a glitch on my Steam Deck. According to my Steam Deck, I played more than 200 hours in one week. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, also, with my Steam Deck, I, I hook it to the TV. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I'm in the bedroom. Yeah, but no, because I only play when I'm moving around uh, with the Steam Deck, when I'm commuting and everything. When I'm home, it's uh, other stuff, channel stuff. Um, yeah, and aside from that, I've been playing Legends of Runeterra on the phone, on my on my mobile phone. Basically, it's uh, <sighs> League of Legends, but then card game, uh, deck builder, and all that kind of stuff. Really cool, really beautiful, really addictive. And it has like a roguelite version where you're trying to unlock stuff and everything yeah it's cool yeah i was playing assassin's creed odyssey i was enjoying that until (laughs) it's just too big too many too many missions too many boring missions yeah apparently they've they've walked away from that with the newest the newest version yeah it's more more condensed just 20 hour game okay i think we can stop there we uh talked for about two hours So I think I think I'm going to uh, condense this to four different podcasts and do part one, part two, part three, part four. Sure. I think that's better. Uh, and then um, uh, the only thing that uh, is left for me to say is check the new channel videos. We've got uh, lots of Marvel zombies. Don't worry, it's not a Marvel zombies only channel. It's just temporarily. Uh, the top 100, do check that so you know what we have on our list. Uh, Age of Comics is coming, how to play and a playthrough, and then The Witcher unboxing and uh, other stuff. And next time you'll hear us, we'll be talking about Expos, yes. Steel, Essen, Simon, Bangkok, what, we're, what we want to see, what we want to do, what we prepare for. And, I'm, I'm still hoping they're going to start, they're going to announce new things. Me too. I've been checking, but that's for next so two weeks. I don't want to talk <laughs> about that. Okay. Too long already. Okay, okay, everybody. Thank you very much for listening and watching. Uh, in the description, you see all the other stuff that you need to know, where you can find us, and so on. Do leave comments if you want to or need to, and uh, 
no reply. Okay, so that was it. Uh, thank you very much for uh, listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Well, this next week we will be taking a break. Uh, it's always going to be one Sunday where we record. And then the following week we will upload all the uh, podcasts that we've recorded. Then there's a week break. But in that break week, the Sunday we'll be recording. So if you want to keep up to date with all the other stuff, the videos that we make, uh, social posts and so on, please do check uh, Discord, Instagram, YouTube. And uh, also, you can uh, listen to this podcast now basically everywhere. Uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, so many of them that I'm forgetting now. But uh, look around and you'll find it. Okay, have a very nice day. And uh, we'll see you next time for episode five.